Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We have a breakup song tonight. I think it's perfect because this was obviously an episode that had a lot of breakups involved in it. Uh, it was. A, I loved this episode tonight. That was great. And I really wanted to know a lot more about the Rihanna and the Sandra Bullocks. We got into that. Um, but anyway, I'm Ashley Daniels here with my awesome co-hosts again, minus the amazing Dario, who we very much miss. But it's like a girl talk little uh, panel over here. I love Girl Talk. Hi, I'm Roxy Stryer. Happy to be here. Hi, I'm Kathy Kelly. Also happy to talk about breakups. Yeah. <laughs> we love talking about I, Well, all these things. See, I really like, one of my secret like loves is I love TMZ and I, I, I DVR it every day. I don't care. I love it. I just, I've always been, I mean, as much as I love other things and I like good TV, I also, I can't, I admit it. I love this stuff. So I kind of already knew a lot of it, which was a little bit embarrassing. But I I feel like that's honestly most of the segments on the show you know a lot about. Um, That's just the the nature of the series. Yeah. But it's it's cool because all the topics you want to talk about. Right. Right. Especially um, things that are going on. I can't believe how quickly they turned this episode around for when, uh, you know, we're in November and they're talking about October with um, Honey Boo Boo's mom, Mama June, getting back with the guy. Like, think about how many hours went into filming and everything. It must have been only a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was. They're still talking about it, even on TMZ. And Dr. Phil just had a uh, an interview with um, Mama June about the entire situation, and it was really disturbing. You guys should definitely look at that if you are watching any of this, just to see how she's reacting as of right now to the situation with her daughter. So what is going on right now? Um, basically, she's denying it, and she's just acting like it didn't happen. And it's She's it, denying that her daughter was ever molested by her boyfriend. The interview basically was that she's saying, well, you know, you know, that's what she says happened. My daughter says that happened, but, um, you know, I, I don't really know for sure. Like, you know, I think the pictures might just, she's just, everything's a, like a denial. Like, she really doesn't even answer any of the questions. And at the end of the day, if she believed her daughter or if she was admitting to believe her daughter, then she wouldn't be with this man right now as of today. Yeah, why would an eight-year-old make that up? Yeah. Like, that that makes absolutely no sense to me. And, I mean, I, I didn't know anything about this story before watching um, Untold Tonight, admittedly. Um, I don't watch Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, but you got enough of a sense of what's going on from the show tonight, and that's just, like... That's absolutely absurd to me that her mother would react in that way. Right. I I completely agree with you, and I didn't know much about this story, and I've never met Anna before, but from what we saw of her tonight on the show, she just seemed like a really good girl Mm -hmm. with a good head on her shoulder, and, like, What would be her motivation behind making something like that up? It makes zero sense, especially from it happening so young. Um, right. And I think that she has to be protective as the fact that there are other small women in the house, small little girls in the house. Yeah. You know, 
if her mom was to get back with, uh, what was his name, Mark? Mm-hmm. If yes. her mom was to get back with Mark, then it would be unbelievably irresponsible, not only because it, it would, it's a bad parenting play, but also because Mark could take advantage of Honey Boo Boo yeah, or any right. of these girls that are still in the house. Yeah, right. exactly. And that's one of those things where, I don't know, I just feel like there was no reason why she would make that up um then why would and then what motivation like why would she bring that to light now like that's honestly it's probably embarrassing for her she doesn't want to share that story with all of america and why would she want to do that and right. you know that i mean props to her for voicing you know, and getting it out there. It's not even like one. She came out to her teacher and was like, "This happened last night." This is something that seemed to be a reoccurring event that happened every day, every time they were in the car. All the like, mm-hmm. how can you say to your kid? Not only do I not believe a day of your life, but I don't believe your entire life. I is don't pretty know, much what you're saying, right? And I don't know like what her actual what she said on like I watched the TMZ version of what was happened, what happened on the interview with Dr. Phil, but basically. Um, She's forgiving this man that, and she's been with a child molester. I guess I, I'm don't hold me to this, but I believe we saw it tonight too that her previous boyfriend or whatever also had an instance where there was some type of child molestation or no, something. No, it wasn't child molestation. She said that both the exes had gone to prison, one for um, handguns and the other for sexual exploitation of a child. Yes, right. So I, I just think at the end of the day, if you if your daughter tells you this. And it's the, I mean, it's so, so disturbing, Mm -hmm. the things that she said. And then you can go be with this man after you, after he gets out of jail. It's just, to me, it's, Mm -hmm. I I can't even wrap my head around it. And I can't even imagine what that daughter feels like. But you're basically saying to your daughter, like, it it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to Mm -hmm. me. I don't believe you. Or I do believe you, but it. I could care less. When you become a mother, you put your children before yourself, and that's not what she's doing in this situation whatsoever. I don't know what – Ash, you just made a good point because I don't know what's worse. If she does believe her and she's doing this or if she doesn't believe her and she's doing this. Like, which one of those things is worse? Yeah. Right. They're both awful. Yeah, she's obviously just – I mean, when we heard – I mean, not to say that if you're very young and you have a kid that you can't end up being a very good mom, but we do know that she was 14 when she had her. So Mama June was 14 when she had Anna. So it makes me think, you know, maybe there was a lot of situations that went on that just she was just growing up as she was having a child herself. But it still Where can't. she's almost stunted in her own emotional Yeah. Growth. Yeah. Is any part of this about the fame, you think? Because obviously if Mama June came out and said, oh, I believe my daughter, the story would have folded. But the fact that she's saying, I don't believe her, it's keeping the story going. Right. I don't like I don't know what as of right this second, what she's how their relationship is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I would I actually really want to see the entire interview with Dr. Phil because he's going to put her right mm-hmm. in place. Like, I know that's what I heard that he put her right in her place. And he said, like, you need to be a mother right now yeah. and be there, be there for her. Well, the fact that, I mean, she denied all of this, that's, I think, what led to show. TLC canceling the series, True. even though they had already filmed, what, the fifth season. So it's, it's not beneficial to her in any means. Yeah, I think that's why point. she potentially or allegedly got back together with um, Sugar Bear. I think yeah, because she knew she looked like Because crap. she knew that, that that's a, a PR move. Like, that's, you go back to the person who the fans liked you with, and it dispels rumors of, you know, whatever negative thing you did. What do you guys think about the fact that they canceled the show? Do you think that that is justified? They because- have to. Yeah. They have to. 
it's just it's it's morally you cannot have a network that is I mean there's a lot of shows that are about families and there are a lot of shows it's just that in general that's just standing up for something that's so so terrible by making money off of these people mm-hmm. where someone's suffering and has suffered so much so and I'm, I'm sure to. a lot of advertisers pulled out after right. that story yeah. came out so TLC probably had to pull the plug on it just to save their own butts yeah right I agree. I mean, they were making uh, the ratings were so high, and as I think was they said two million views per episode. Speaking of which, what about the thirty thousand dollars? The trust fund. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. One that seems really low yeah. for Five having seasons. multiple seasons of a hit reality show. Um, yeah, that seems extremely low. But then also, where did that money go? Right. There's seventeen dollars now. Did her mom have access to it? Like, what on earth could have happened? And then that one part about her mom giving her four hundred dollars a week was she was the mom saying that was from her trust fund? They didn't they didn't specify on that, but she was basically coming back and saying, "Well, I give her four hundred dollars a month. It was a month per, to oh, live a month. Yeah, yeah, I know it's shocking, but that's I couldn't believe it. So I think what she was trying to say was, "Well, I give her for four hundred dollars a month, whether you do or you don't." That doesn't. So you took her thirty thousand, you spent it, or you put it somewhere else, and now you're giving her four hundred dollars a month. She should have access to that. She's old enough. She has a child. This is not like mm-hmm. little honey boo boo where you have to yeah. hold the money for her. She, she gets she's older. married with a kid. Granted, I would say like that number sounds very low for how much money they're probably making off of this show, but. Places other than LA, you can live like an apartment could technically cost you know two three hundred dollars a month yeah. if you have a one bedroom. Like it just depends on where you live. Absolutely. Um, so that good luck could, living in LA. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did find the TMZ article. She does. In Mama June did say she goes. I guess she trashed her own daughter who was forced to perform, and this is she's forced to perform oral sex on the boyfriend, saying Anna tends to lie, and that to me, I mean. How can you? Yeah, your daughter. Maybe she tends to lie on like I didn't eat my dinner or yeah. I went out too late. How can you ever justify that she lies? And so that means that this is a lie. It's just yeah, it's such a cop out. It's it's just you. You got to be a mother. You have to take a stand. Step up. Step yeah. up. Yeah. And I understand that maybe disgusting. you have feelings for this guy, but like, all right, that's over with now because mm-hmm. he molested your that's daughter. A, should be your closure right. for him. Like, like if that's the not first a breaking time it point, happened. The door should have been closed. Yeah, I've seen and, so many Lifetime up movies like that, though. So. And what was she doing as a mom in general in other ways that made Anna so uncomfortable that she told a teacher instead of telling her mother? Well, she That's, she loved her mom, and when yeah. you're a kid, you can't figure out. Um, you you don't know at the time. You can't say, okay, this was sex that just happened. This mm-hmm. was this that you just. Oh, you're a kid. You're so innocent. And then there's an adult figure telling you to do these things. And she says she didn't say it because she loved her mother. But I also think it was because she was so afraid of what he would do yeah. to her. Yeah. She said in the episode, she's like, I didn't even know what was going on. She Honestly, didn't. she's like, I didn't like it. I would cry myself to sleep at night. I didn't know what was going on. Right. Though. How can you figure that out in your head as a seven-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. So disturbing. It really... Oh, it's really I know. To talk I know. About. But... You know, I'm just I'm glad that if anything, she got her she got to say what has happened to her, and she got to expose this man. I mean, I know Facebook kicked him off uh, as of a few days ago. They won't even allow him to have an account, so he's not going to live a normal life. Once you do that, that's the smallest thing that could have happened. Yeah, no, but people. What I'm saying is, like, he's right now. You know, no. This is times ten now that he's going to get people that know exactly who he but is. But think and about what, he's what she done. said. She said, "I hope that something happened to him in prison. I hope that he dropped the soap." I couldn't believe they aired that. Yeah. yeah. 
like you you know you don't have those feelings about somebody that you're lying about. Mm-hmm. Of course not. No, I mean, I, and I'm I'm glad she's coming forward with it because the only way to you never forget, but the only way to move on with your life is to be open about what's happened to you. And now the world knows, and she's not in the closet anymore. It's not a secret. Of course, another issue is having her her daughter, how Honey Boo Boo, around him because Honey Boo Boo's around this man. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Very scary. It's really scary. I mean, not just Honey Boo Boo, but other kids. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of whether it's this family or another. Right. Scary. Yeah. Well, so we had that, and that was um, the first part of the Untold episode. And then we get into, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about with that. But the next part was this From Scandal to Now, which was basically about breakups and how they can affect people who are famous and people who are not famous. But in some regard, Mm -hmm. they kind of became famous from these breakups. Um, so we get into first with Rihanna and Sandra Bullock and how these breakups and obviously with Rihanna having been beaten up. That, after that image never, it's haunting, never weakens for me. Uh, the picture of her face after Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like, all right, he, he pushed her. That's like he wailed on her. Mm-hmm. So to not only have that be in the media forever, you know, anytime she's Googled anything, but also to be dealing with the fact that she's heartbroken. Like, I just can't even imagine. I can't imagine. And she's got that whole image, you know, her Insta's like bad girl re or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's she's supposed to be the baddest, most amazing, all these things. But you, how do you keep up that image when you are completely broken inside? Mm-hmm. Right. That was so sad to watch. Did you feel like it hurt or helped her... Um career in a sense that she's now seen as you know somebody that people can like people can relate to her people who have had the same issues like it, she's maybe op- it's opened up another door it's obviously. hard because i mean one it it does kind of i think help other women who have gone through it um but it's also made her a target for a lot of jokes which is unfortunate like right, there are yeah. so many people especially on the internet which sucks um that you know have made her this joke, which is not, I mean, like, you're joking about a girl who was brutally beaten by her boyfriend. That's not okay. The thing that's hard, though, is people started telling jokes more when she got back with him. Mm-hmm. And because they were like, oh, well, if she's accepting mm-hmm. of what he is, then we can make fun of her. And I don't think that that's appropriate. I no. mean, I know it's not appropriate. It's never appropriate. Right. Regardless of her decision, that's her decision. Um, it's something that we as fans of hers, I feel fans sometimes think that they know the person and thus can joke about it or have their own opinions. And in reality, that's not true. Right. Right. Although it is hard as a fan to look at her and and support that decision. Mm -hmm. That is difficult. And I understand that. But that manifesting into jokes baffles me. Like people reaching out to her being like, we want to make sure you're okay. Like, please take care of yourself. Showing love, completely legitimate. Mm-hmm. But thinking you know better than she does or you know what's right for her. Or that it's easy to make that decision because it's not. You don't know right. her relationship. Honestly, they are the only two that will ever know what happened. That, yeah. Right. That right. Oprah interview really touched me and she's crying and you're just sitting there thinking like, wow, I don't know. What the hell do I know? Right. I don't know anything about her life. I think it's tough, too, because, A, he's famous and she's famous. And also, she's still – you can never get over something like that. Regardless, if you say you do, you, you can't. There's just no way. And you see him out and about. You know, he's, he's obviously had a lot of other problems after that. Mm-hmm. And you just 
you can never really, I feel like you could never really fully move on always seeing him in the media. Like, he's just, it's not like a guy that you can just dump and then never see him again. Yeah. It's like he's always around. And I mean, he's Chris that's, Brown. I mean, that's celebrity breakups. Like, you, yeah. you potentially have to work with the person again. You have to see them at award shows. You have to see them. Like, it's, Ugh. you have to see them. But imagine, you know, when I, when you date people and you decide that you're going to introduce them to your friends and family, how much you want your friends and family to like them, how much that matters. Now, imagine not just having to introduce your boyfriend to your friends and family, but to your entire fan network. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone hates Everyone him. has an opinion. Everyone. Carucci, well, he's with Carucci as of right now. And he just got her a house and a beautiful car. And, um, you know, he's really, it seems like he's really trying. And I know that, I, I mean, everybody deserves a second chance. But when it comes to something like this, you, I mean, as the girlfriend, as the new girlfriend, I can't imagine not being hesitant and not being worried that Feeling that could happen afraid. again. You know? Yeah, I, I am a believer that people can change. I, I happen to be one of those, but... Ah, uh, yeah, it's scary. It's a scary thought. I mean, she was brutally beaten. Mm-hmm. Her entire yeah. face was like unrecognizable. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they had somebody like Sheena Marie, which you know we'll get into, but she's became famous from a situation that was it was an unfortunate situation where she claims that she didn't know that the man she was seeing was married with kids. But you there's know, a thing called Google. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't make sense to me, but Twitter, to put them Instagram, in the same thing. I mean, it, it was, I think it was prior to a lot of those social media networks, but it's, I mean, unless it's like you meet the person that night and you hook up with them or whatever it is. Six every, months. Every person, like, looks up someone on the internet nowadays before they go on a date with them. That's just what happens. I, so, I don't buy it. Yeah, I, don't I don't buy, buy it either. six months, man. Like, Especially if, this industry, too. Like, everyone knows each other. So if you say, hey, I'm going on a date with this guy named Eddie. Like, oh, Eddie who? It's like, oh, he's married, actually. Like, everyone knows everyone. There's a way that you would have known he was married. I agree. I agree. And like you're saying, Kathy, one night, okay, I'll give it to you that you didn't know. Maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Six months, honey? You know, that makes you look worse than if you did know, claiming that you didn't. Because right. it makes you look stupid. Mm-hmm. But here we have a situation where with Sheena and also with Haley and also with um, Ali Fedowski, is that you say? Ali Fedotowski. Fedotowski. But those three people were unknown and then because of a breakup or because well, of a situation with somebody else they became famous it's not the same exact situation Ali Fedotowski was different because bachelor. she was on the bachelorette right. so she was famous and then she picked the guy but I, I didn't really feel like she was famous before she did the bachelorette is what oh, I'm saying yeah. I'm just saying yeah. because of a relationship or because of a significant other there's there's the reason that they became famous yeah. it's just interesting to see that this whole situation with dating people and and whatever the case may be, you become famous from that. It's interesting to see that. I have a really hard time feeling bad for the other woman. You know what I mean? Like, some of these women are the mistress, and they're like, woe is me, and I'm like... No. Yeah. No. I have a really hard time feeling bad for them. So, you know, somebody like Sandra Bullock, my heart goes out to her, Mm -hmm. and my heart broke for her, and hearing that story, it's just like... Uh, that is humiliating and it it shouldn't be because she didn't do anything but like that is so sad but do I feel bad that um, then Eddie went and slept with Leanne Rimes and she felt like she was being cheated on by like no honey I'm sorry I don't I I feel like I'm a pretty sympathetic person and I have no sympathy for that Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think it is with Sandra, too, is that she actually is not a faint, like, she doesn't call the paparazzi on herself. She is a very private person. She does her work. She does a great job at it, and she's famous because of that, but she's not famous because she wants to be famous. It just happened because she's talented. So for her, this was just, it, it is just even more sad to see somebody like that trying to have privacy and just, you can't have it. And it's just coming at you even even more because of your situation. Props yeah. to Maria for being so such an amazing interviewer because she stays unbiased in these situations. And yeah. if I was talking to somebody who was telling me that they didn't know for six months, I'd be like, honey. You'd be the Wendy Williams. You'd be yeah. like, no, girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. And Maria just sits there and she really, like, I don't feel like she judges. I just feel like she listens mm-hmm. and is trying to tell the untold stories, which is amazing. I wouldn't be able to do that. How do you keep That's your two cents out? That's why she's Maria Because, yeah. I mean, these people want to tell their side of the story. And right. Whether it's exactly what happened or not that's right. you know we there are people who want to hear their side of a story too so i i think that's cool but um, it's also making making a bad situation into something prosperous i yeah. mean with sheena there's a really really terrible thing that was done whether she knew about it or not it's still terrible that was a family that was broken up mm-hmm. and now you are on a show where now you're saying and now you're an actress apparently and, and doing singer, the time and but i didn't do the crime I, I that mean, was so bizarre i mean it's just very it's and very then strange these to me. people who they know they're the mistress like you would get just as pissed off down the line if your significant other cheated on you. Yeah, of like, course. Of course. She's like, I don't, I don't understand why everybody hates me. Ooh, baby girl. Yeah. yeah. Cheating's never okay. Yeah. In my mind. Like, that's probably the most selfish thing that you can do in a relationship I just or am, to a person. I'm such a fan of breaking up with somebody if you yeah, don't like them. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you don't like me? That's okay. Don't well, then, cheat on me. Just break yeah. up with me. Like, I'll deal with that. I don't know. So I, when I look at these people, and, and to me, what it, part of the untold story tonight was I wanted to hear some of these guys talk. Like, I wanted to hear these men try to, because they all seem to be able to justify what they did, except for um, Sandra Bullock's guy, who really was like, I blew it. And that's all he kind of said. Right. I mean, a lot of these guys are like, I'm young. I'm in Hollywood. Like, well, well, what about you? well Haley, <laughs> the publicist? I mean, that we all were like, uh, you can't. I mean, this was a situation where she was the person that was with John Goslin when everything went down, and mm-hmm. he divorced his wife, and he claims, you know, he he was with her after they divorced. But still, there's a situation where there's a woman that I've never seen her in my life. I've never even heard of her. Oh, I um, I remember when that situation. I was see. Going I'm down. not. Well, you probably yeah. watched it then, but for me, it's like, and now we're seeing her talk about, like, she's a publicist now, and she turned it into a better situation, obviously, so you can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Allie did that, too, with, obviously, she wasn't picked for the, whatever, with, with The Bachelor, mm-hmm. but she still was able to, I mean, she's on E! now, she's doing really well for herself, so you can make it. Yeah, take lemons and make lemonade, yeah. for sure. I mean, uh, what else are these women going to do at this point? I mean, that's one of those things. I watch a lot of Scandal, and last week they were talking about how if you come forward as a mistress or you are ever revealed as that, that is the only thing you will ever be. Regardless of um, this girl's story from John and Kate, where she claims that they were together after Kate and him were separated. It started as a friendship and then developed into something more, but the fans weren't aware that they had separated, so she was pegged as a mistress. If that's actually what happened, then... I do like I feel bad for her. Um and she did make the best situation out of it. Uh but 
I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I just try to picture though. Imagine these women going in for like their their de- deepest darkest secrets are known by the entire world. Imagine them going in for a job interview at Abercrombie. Mm-hmm. Like you know well, what I mean? They can't get a normal job anymore, so that's why they try to make the most of the reality world and all these things. Because what are they going to do? Go get a job corporate at E? Like no. The, mm-hmm. You you blew it, so now you need to make the best of what you've done. They have a lot of fans, some of them. I feel like there's also a huge double standard with cheating. Like, when a girl gets cheated on, I feel like a lot of, whether it's in the public eye or not, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, well, there must be something wrong with her. And then when a guy gets cheated on, it's like, oh, there must be something wrong with her. And they feel bad for the guy. Like, they never, it's such a weird a double standard. I, it happened. Did you guys see Gone Girl this year? Yes, I have. So, seen so in Gone Girl, love wait, love <laughs> no, no, I won't, I won't, okay. I won't spoil anything for you. But in Gone Girl, I thought they did a really good job depicting um, the way that like y- some people are just not as great of people, mm-hmm. you know, and the and to be open about who you mm-hmm. are and admit what kind of person you are. And I feel like a lot of cheaters, and we saw this tonight, they don't take ownership. A lot of mistresses, they don't take ownership. Like, if, if somebody was going to sit there and tell me, listen, I knew that he was married. I cared more about myself than I cared about the wife. I did this, and I was having fun, and that's all I cared about, and that's who I am, and I understand that maybe that doesn't make me the best person, mm-hmm. but that's how I live my life. That's something that, even though I don't respect what they did, I can see them as a person and be like, okay. But yes. they're selfish people. That's why they're going to say, oh, well, I did it because, yeah, they're like, like other I, reasons. I didn't know. It's like, just whatever you do it. in life, own it. Yeah. Whatever it is you do, because you did it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then you look at like someone like with Sheena's situation, and you look at Eddie has his own show, or he had it with Leanne, and Brandy obviously is on her, another season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So they both, you know, are on a show. Sheena's on a show. It's just crazy. And They became more famous because of the situation. Of course. It's just, it's amazing though. You would think like, at least as the man, you would just pull back from all of that and just be like, listen, like, I am so sorry that I don't even want this. Like, it just would show that, like, you, you actually care more about the situation rather than just going on another reality show. Oh, they, it's all, terrible. Most people in Hollywood care more about publicity, whether it's good publicity or bad terrible. publicity. Oh, yeah. So okay. that's just, I mean, I think, honestly, that's why... Um, the divorce rate and cheating is higher in Hollywood, not just because you have so many more people um, that I think would want to date you if you're famous, but, I mean, it's because, like, the publicity of everything. Like, you want to continue, like, it's, if you break up, you make headlines. If you get together, you make headlines. Like Right. I also find that these people are always putting on a different face. Actors, even hosts, singers, you're always having to put on a different face. Sometimes that face is attracted to one person, and then a different face is attracted to another person. Like, you're working with all these people. So, it it is a crazy Mm -hmm. industry, and it I, but I just think that staying loyal to somebody isn't difficult and it's no. not too much to ask. And we see that it happens time and time again. And people almost like these stories, they, they, I'm glad that they're getting told now because they don't go told yeah. and they do go untold. And it's like, this is such crap yeah. that women are getting treated like this. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I always, um, talk to my friends about Hollywood relationships and kind of equate it to high school. Like, it's it's kind of like high school on steroids, where in high school, I feel like if two people started dating, everyone knew about it. Mm-hmm. And it could be, like, the two popular kids or whoever it was, and 
everyone knew about it. And then when they had a breakup, it was also very public. Like, everyone knew how they right. broke up. And that's kind of like high school, except – or it's it's like, like Hollywood. Hollywood. You know, all of the celebrities in Hollywood are the popular kids where everyone kind of knows, of like, what – their businesses without them wanting so to share it. And as a celebrity, oh, sorry, I was going to say, just as a celebrity, you also have to have your guard up if you're going to be dating someone that's not a celebrity or that is a celebrity just because, A, they could be using you for mm-hmm. money, for fame, or if it's somebody famous, they could be using you for money or fame again. I mean, right. it's just, it's just, and so you always have this mm-hmm. need to figure out what their real motives are and then you and always. Pleasing your fans and like. It's so much more difficult to have a relationship. And, I mean, and being a role model and all of those things. What do you guys think about different ways of dealing with it? So we saw like Sandra Bullock stayed quiet and she didn't come out and make a statement or say anything. If you were in one of these situations, do you feel like you would be obliged to make a public statement or do you think that it would be better to just kind of hope that it goes away? Um, I mean, I know personally, obviously, like, my dating life's not out there, but, like, personally, when I'm dating someone, I keep it a secret, and my close friends know, um, but I don't go, like, posting Instagram pictures or whatever just because I want that relationship to be between me and that person, um, and so I right. feel like I I kind of relate more to the Sandra Bullock where I'm sure her like close friends and family know the actual story of what happened but for the most part she wanted to keep that to herself because it's not the right of her fans to know that that part of her. Right. Right. I it's difficult because I think in some situations depending on how you're already famous, where you're at in your career, if you're a Kim Kardashian and you've already had so many public relationships, I say go for it because there's a point. What's to lose now? You know, tell everybody who you're dating. You're Kim Kardashian. People are going to know what you're doing regardless. She can't even keep that a secret, though. When your life is reality TV, it's your life. Selena and Justin, there's no way that they could keep it a secret because they have paparazzi following them every single place that they go. If they go to the same location, it's going to make news regardless of whether they just – Caught up to be friends, but you don't or have whatever. to say anything, though. Say and they there, don't you say can, anything. No, right? But I'm, that's what I'm saying. You can yeah. either not say anything and just you know you're going to be followed regardless, or you can say something. Which I just think at that point, if you're if you're already so famous, there's no choice. You have to justify have to it, it. Then something right. is not right. But it's also about how your career yeah. is, and if you're an actress and you're just it's it, it's it's so re- it's so relevant based on it's so subjective based on where you are at yeah, in your career. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, for me, I wouldn't say anything, but that's just me. But I'm boring anyway. I think it's also if you feel like you have to prove something. Like if if you do get negative backlash and that's not what happened, like perhaps, you know, um I don't I don't know what situation there would be. But like if you if you got negative backlash like with uh like if you felt like you, Kim Kardashian and yeah. Chris Humphreys there were rumors that he cheated on her, and maybe that's why she wanted to speak out and say, well, that's why our relationship ended so fast, or whatever it was. So I think it is situational. Yeah. Totally, totally. So, oh, yeah, I, I felt like people were accusing me of something that I didn't do. Yeah, like, oh, you're so stupid for breaking up after that short amount of time when something actually happened, happened yeah. that was legitimate, like a legitimate reason for the breakup. And then again, you don't need to explain yourself to anybody yeah. else, but I think I might feel the need to, even though you know, you, it's not you're not obliged, you're not obligated to. I think that if people were accusing me of something that I didn't do mm-hmm. and I had platforms on social media or whatever, I yeah. think that I would use them. It, you just you really have to think about the person too in terms of how famous do they want to be because there are so many people I can 
I could name so many right now that um, are famous. You know who they are, but you're not really Googling them every day. But they're famous enough. But they're not talking about getting married or whatever they've done until you maybe you hear about it from somebody who maybe heard about it from somebody else. But it's not like something that they put it out there. They wanted to call in touch and have in touch put it on their their cover. So yeah, really those just, are completely different. It's things. so different. Ali Fedotowski even mentioned she's like, oh yeah, I got like. X amount of dollars offered to me to tell my side of the breakup story. And that's, I mean, props to her for not doing it because I know so many people who would have Mm. taken that money and have taken money in situations like that. Um, So That's why she has a great career now and it's going to be a long-lasting career. It's not 15 minutes of fame. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's actually doing really, really well. So that... Obviously, that decision actually made her more money in the yeah. long run. So, mm-hmm. um, so I guess, do you guys have anything else you wanted to mention no, no, about let's that? Move on to Zoe. Okay, so um, you guys actually saw. So I love Zoe from Center Stage. Obviously, that was one of my favorite. Yeah. Mo- is one of my favorite movies. And um, I remember years ago seeing her and thinking, "This girl is just like." I mean, I-, I couldn't believe she was actually an actress that they found that could dance so well. That just was just She's incredible, stunning, and so well spoken, so incredibly smart, independent. Like the list goes on. I remember she was on um, Conversations with Maria. Uh, a year and a half ago, maybe, and which is our uh, yeah. Maria Menounos's uh, talk, Pod, yeah, long form podcast where she does hour long interviews in depth, mm-hmm. and um, Zoe was unbelievable. She, it. I mean, uh, our executive producer Phil and I had the opportunity to like meet her very briefly and sit in on that interview, and she's just she's so powerful. And like when she said that she was insecure, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because you are the most confident person that I think that I've been in a room with. Yeah, not only that, but I think that. E- as a human being, I don't know her. She seems amazing, but as an actress, she's unbelievably talented. I saw her in Center Stage. I saw her in Avatar. I saw her in Star Trek. I saw her in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've followed her work forever. I love what she does and what she brings to the table. I think she is gifted. Yeah. Just truly gifted. And I love that she loves using her body and that mm-hmm. it's like an art form for her and it's a craft. She is so, so cool. And, uh, you know, the fact that she is this awesome. I don't think that an interview would be such an untold story or would be so exciting to watch, but she's so amazing and Maria respects her and loves her so much and they're such good friends. They this lit was, up. Yeah, this is such a cool interview because they're both like smiling and looking at each other and they see each other for who they are and they're friends and it's like two people talking about amazing careers. It was just, it was my favorite part of the episode watching the two of them interact. I think it's amazing. I just, I think they're a lot alike too. It's funny. They're both, I think they see a lot of, a lot of one another Mm -hmm. in each other because they both are hardworking. They're both very independent women. I mean, they both really, they made their careers all on their own and just, it's, it is really cool to see that two friends gravitate like that in this industry and it's, I I love Zoe. I've always loved her. I think she's incredible. If you haven't listened to that Conversations with Maria episode and you are a fan of Zoe or just actresses in general, definitely download it. It was um, There's one part that I remember from the interview where Maria and Zoe connected and they were actually talking about um, they were worried that they weren't going to become mothers and like freezing their eggs. And it's weird to think that that happened a year and a half ago. Zoe thinking that she would never become a mother, and now she's pregnant. Amazing! It's amazing. Yeah, and that's documented forever. It's mm-hmm. so cool. It is. I. You know what? Kind of bums me out though. What? And um, 
it, it was mentioned briefly on tonight's episode, but this whole Nina Simone thing. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with that is that people were upset with the casting of Nina Simone because they didn't think that she was dark enough. Yeah. But the what they didn't touch upon here and what we found out the other day uh, because of one of our AfterBuzz hosts, Courtney Stewart, um, who's amazing, and she was talking to us about how people were actually really upset because apparently Zoe, the... Um, the casting directors or whoever it was put her kind of in blackface yeah. for the audition and they they actually made her skin darker, darker. Mm-hmm. for it which I wanted to get your guys opinion on that because we didn't they didn't really discuss it in tonight's episode and I know that we try to bring our own untold stories to the after show so do you guys think that this was good casting do you understand why people are upset and does that make it more justifiable that people are upset because they did the blackface I think that it it definitely makes it more justifiable that people are upset um, and that's I kind of go back and forth between, um, you know, thinking that that's OK, because there are so many actresses and actors out there who they change their appearance significantly for a role. Robert like Downey Jr. Prosthetics. Jr., yeah. Um, I mean, Charlize Theron in um, Monster. Monster yeah. Like there are so many changes that actors do to just tell a story. That's ultimately what their job is at the end of the day. And so part of me is like, okay, yes, it's okay to change her appearance. Um, And then I think that I also waver because of the historical, um, you know, significance of, you know, blackface. And obviously, if that's what they're relating it to, then... That's not okay. Of course. Um, I don't think that that's what they intended to do. I don't think that it was intended to um, be controversial. Um, they I don't even think they thought. Story. I didn't even think they thought anybody would find out. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it, no, it's very apparent that she's she's much darker in the film. Than, no, absolutely. But with lighting and whatever, I just think that they probably were trying to make her look more like a character. The way that people put on noses, ears, whatever I think it they is. did change her nose as well to yeah. make her look more like... Yeah, I think that they weren't hiding it. If, if anything, I think that they... It just seemed like they didn't think mm. there was anything wrong with it. Because like you said, mm. uh, Kathy, that they were, you know, with... Charlize Theron or anybody when they change their appearance for for a movie, but I think the difference is when it's something as sensitive as this, it's just something mm-hmm. that it, it's off limits. Yeah. And they they wanted to get the best actress for the job, and I think that that's where I commend them, as opposed to finding the person that looks most like her who might not be able to play the role as well and do as much justice for the role. They picked the best actress for this role, and they made her look more like. I agree with that, but you know, you think about the something very similar just happened with the Aaliyah casting, and mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, and or even right now, as they're trying to look for a director for Wonder Woman, and they're looking for women directors, people are saying, well, why don't you just find the best person for the job? And it's like, well, who's to say a woman isn't the best person for the job? Mm-hmm. And the same thing for this. I agree, she is one of the best people for the job, but do I think that there's not a person out there with darker skin that could be as good? Maybe. Maybe there is. I don't know. I can't think of somebody on top of my off the top of my head that is as talented as Zoe, no matter what the race. Like yeah. I just think she's she is it. Yeah. She is everything. I just think she would have been able to embrace the character regardless of her skin. I just think we could have we would not we wouldn't think about it as we're watching her because she just transforms herself every single time thing. internally. Mm-hmm. 
Right, but it's it's just interesting because when you see an actress just do the best job that they can, someone like Zoe, it's yeah. just you just forget that stuff wouldn't even it wouldn't even yeah. be in your mind well, as you're watching. What she said is she's like it shouldn't be about light skin and dark skin. Like it should just be about I'm acting, I'm portraying this role. Yeah, and it's also just so unfair to her because what did she do wrong? Yeah. She got cast. Like yeah. I know, and I know that she's getting um, hate mail about it from people, and I'm sure her fans are also coming. And sticking up for her, but it's like, what on earth are people mad at Zoe for? Baffling. It's such a sensitive subject, and I just, I feel like so many people, are, it's one of those things that you're just opening the door to so many opinions. Right. Good and bad, and you, you, she knew going into it, you have to know. I mean, especially with the team that she has around her, she's not just making a decision saying, sure, I'll do this. There are so many people that are around someone like Zoe that are helping her make every decision in her career. Absolutely, but also to play devil's advocate, I mean, anybody who's watching this right now, we're three white girls sitting around this table talking about this. Would I feel differently if I was different? I don't know. Maybe. Which is what I really have been liking about this show, these issues, even the first issue with Honey Boo Boo, the breakups, everything, it's controversial. It's hard to talk about these things so a lot of times they get brushed under the rug because people don't want to they want to be pc they don't want to say the wrong thing so you know all we can do is bring our backgrounds and and try to come mm-hmm. up with our own opinions well i think maria even posed a question to zoe on the show about well since you are part of that community and she's like what community am i a part of i'm a part of america it shouldn't matter your race. Which I thought was also really cool because I know that Maria has some say in what airs and the fact that she didn't, that she didn't shy away from the fact that she asked that question and Zoe kind of shut it down. Yeah. And they aired it, mm-hmm. which is, right. it, yeah. it's important. It's informative. I think we're getting to the point where Hollywood is, um, seeing less of color. And I mean, that's apparent in some of the movies that are being produced now or coming out now, like Annie. Like that's a traditionally white character with red hair and it's not like and that's amazing and I mean Brandy played Cinderella Brandy played and that was like 10 years ago maybe longer but Um, I mean there's so many shows like The Flash uh, Mm. Candace Patton's character yeah um, Iris West usually played by a white white male Um, and then uh, what was the last one oh Gamora in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy could have easily been a white girl and it wasn't like They didn't see race when it came to casting. I mean, regardless, she is in, like, green makeup the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. time. But, you know. Absolutely. I agree. And I, I do think that things are changing. And I that's why I think that this show has been so cool. That yeah. we get to talk about these things as they're as they're moving. And in almost real time. Like I said, I can't believe the turnaround period. Yeah. No, I, oh, I know. Because I was literally just watching it yesterday. I couldn't believe the Honey Because the Honey Boo Boo thing is still right happening. now yeah. happening. <laughs> it's un- it really is. Well, right. that means that they're pulling all-nighters. But that's, you know, it's, it we, makes we the show much true. more intense than if we had to watch this a month later where all this stuff happened. But we kind of forgot about it. We're kind of in the moment right now with it. Also, yeah. shout out to um, Kat Sadler, who I thought did a really great job. I think she's amazing. Think, talk about a really, really sensitive issue. Tough and subject, sitting, yeah. yeah, tough subject and sitting there. I just felt like she did and she didn't push her own opinion and feelings on it, but she made her feel comfortable and had Anna open up. I thought she did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was cool watching Kat um, and Maria. Yeah. Kind of interview on it. Well, well Maria we, was more interviewing Kat, but... We know, because we work at AfterBuzz, that Maria is a fan of women. You know, mm-hmm. she's always, like, looking to help out other women's careers, and yeah. the fact that she, on her show, aired an interview with another amazing female host 
Well, Kat does a lot, a lot too. I interviewed Kat and her mother uh, about a month ago, and they do so much for women. They have a foundation called Women Like Us, mm-hmm. and it and it's just so the two of them combined are a force. Right. And I just there's so much power, and obviously we know Maria is. And it's really cool that they support great. each other. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so I I thought it was a great episode. I think they've been getting better and better, more intense each. Uh, each every what two weeks? Yeah, I mean <laughs> every we, two weeks, three weeks. We three weeks. finally get to hear about and see pictures from like the producers' meetings and stuff like that. They're like, we're getting the ball rolling. We're doing more episodes. We're coming up with topics and and honestly, I know um, what is it at Maria Menounos Untold on Twitter because they read all of them. And if you guys have ideas, send them along. Yeah, absolutely. I like how every episode too is different. That. It's yeah. a different background. Until <laughs> I love what comes up first. Oh, I don't. Maria I don't know. Maria Menounos' butt is that what it is? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Or even just at Maria Menounos, but I don't know. It's untold something. It's on Instagram. Just search untold; it will come right up. It's but yeah, they really they answer all of us. Yeah, and they always tweet us. So yeah, it was really really. I wanted to say though, I'd really like seeing how every week it's a different background. Like she was at the comedy store, and like this time she's in front of a teleprompter, and just. And it's cool. I love Untold with Maria. Is the Untold with Maria? Yes. Untold W. We would have never thought of that. Untold with with Maria. Maria. Spell that at Untold with Maria. Perfect. Um, Yeah, I think that's cool, and also Maria is iconic for her fashion, her hair, her makeup, and so it's awesome to see her hair up and the braid and set on point, Dimitri. <laughs> yes, you go, Dimitri. All right, so um, I love this episode. If you guys have anything that you want to let us know um, about tonight's episode or, or chime in with your any thoughts, other episodes, too. yeah, What's let us know what you thought story? about all of these <laughs> different situations tonight because I'm sure we'll get a lot of different reactions. But where can we find you guys? Uh, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly and on Instagram at Kathy Kelly. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels and Twitter at Ashley Daniels. We'll see you next time. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.